Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. The news of the huge earthquake and resulting tsunami in Japan last week was horrifying and brought back memories of the Asian tsunami in 2004. Quakes are usually caused by the rubbing together of the tectonic plates that make up the Earth's crust. But why some quakes cause huge tsunamis and some do not is still not fully understood. In the wake of the devastation last week, some scientists are wondering if the tsunami was caused or made worse by a phenomenon known as the supermoon. That is when our moon is the closest it can be to the Earth, and so the gravitational pull that it exerts on the world's oceans is even stronger than usual. The latest supermoon is due this coming weekend, when it will appear about 14% bigger than usual. And another one was soon after the Asian tsunami six years ago. Whether that is pure coincidence or whether the close proximity of the moon really could make tsunamis worse is something that we still don't know. In the search for alien life in the galaxy, scientists on Earth are disagreeing on whether a fossilized alien is already with us from a meteorite that fell to Earth 146 years ago. NASA scientists have been re-examining meteorites that have landed over the years, and according to one expert, one of these rocks from the stars clearly has the signs of a tiny microbe fossilized within it. The microbe would never have been alive when the small rock crashed to Earth, but if it is the remains of a microbe that has come from another place in the galaxy, then it really would mean that there was other life out there. However, other scientists don't think that the remains are of a microbe at all, and it is just a different sort of rock formation. Unfortunately, there is really no way to prove or disprove the theory, as the size and shape of the microbe is not conclusive. One of the expensive parts of any postal service around the world is the buying and selling of stamps. It is a fairly labor-intensive process, having to go to a post office and then putting the right postage on the letter you want to send. For the post offices too, it is an expensive part of the mailing system. So the postal service in Denmark will be unveiling a new system of postage next month that does without stamps altogether. Users will create an account with money in it, then, each time they want to send a letter, they would send an SMS text message to the account and receive a unique number in return. Customers would then write that number on the envelope instead of sticking on a physical stamp. If it is successful, then the system will be introduced to other Scandinavian countries later this year. It may be more efficient, but I still like checking out the stamps on letters that have come from other countries. Last year on the Science Blog, I devoted a whole edition to sharks and how the shark fin trade could actually lead to the extinction of sharks from the ocean altogether. Since then, there has been good and bad news regarding sharks. 
The bad news is that shark fishing has increased, but the good news is that some parts of the United States have banned the trade of sharks' fins. Hawaii has passed legislation banning the trade. Also, Oregon and Washington State and California is likely to do so next. It is a conflict between predominantly Chinese culture, where shark fin soup is an important dish at official receptions and weddings, and the survival of one of the most magnificent and misunderstood creatures in the ocean. Hong Kong remains the global center of the shark fin trade. So, if you want to do your part in sustaining the planet, try to persuade your friends and relations to never serve shark's fin soup. Think of the planet first. Meanwhile, does noise have any effect on fish? According to a study from the UK, yes. Researchers simulated the noise of speedboats on fish that were feeding at the bottom of a tank and found that fish were not as efficient at feeding or foraging for food when there were noisy conditions. They didn't try and swim away from the noise, but the feeding process was definitely not as efficient. Of course, it happens to most humans too. If there is construction noise outside your window when you're doing your homework, then it is difficult to concentrate, and so it seems that fish are the same, though they probably don't have as much homework. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the science blog for this week. Read it back again on the Teen Time website, and I'll see you next Thursday evening with more. Teen Time presents podcast on demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time podcast on demand.